the luck of the Irish has run out. Good evening, everyone. I'm TJ Perry Moonvez, and welcome to Big Brother Coaches Edition. Marcus has been sent home. His independent strategy worked for a while, but eventually the alliances in the house proved to be too strong. Tonight, another house guest will go home. But first, an all-time favorite as Zingbot will enter the house. Live from the Palace on the Prairie, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show 2022 Top 25 Countdown brought to you by criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. Get the defense you deserve with Carter Jennings Law, 405-659-7221 or visit carterjenningslaw.com. Now with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Very accurately done by you, Marcus had the independent strategy, you say. And uh, tried to go it alone, but um, in the end, couldn't get it done, TJ. Too many other alliances out there brought, brought, him, brought him down. You say Zingbot is uh, entering the Zing, house Zingbot, today. Zingbot, yeah, tonight, yeah. yeah. Always a favorite. I did not goes. see last night's episode, by the way, so don't ruin anything for me. I won't Was ruin anything one? for you. Um, no, it's actually a very boring episode. All right, great. Um, you'll, you'll, they go back and forth on some situations that it looks like they're probably they'll get to tonight, and it's like, well, none of that even ended up happening. But thirty minutes of the show last night that you can fast forward through is the uh, veto competition. So, huh? Okay. Yeah. Uh, cue me up the fight song for number eight. We'll play that one, Teach. Let me remind you of the top twenty-five so far: twenty-five Nebraska, twenty-four K State, Ole Miss twenty-three, Arkansas twenty-two, Tennessee at twenty-one. Then you had 20 Kentucky, 19 USC, Texas at 18. By the way, uh, we got to talk about Texas. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian said, TJ, they have gotten rid of the warts at Texas. What a relief that must be. 17 Wisconsin, 16 Oregon, Oklahoma State 15. I hung out with Dave Hunziker at the Railhead Barbecue for a while yesterday, TJ. I haven't told you about that yet. NC State 14, 13 Baylor, 12 Auburn, 11 Miami. This week, LSU at 10, Texas A&M at 9, and yesterday we get a very juicy Notre Dame and Ohio State in week one in the horseshoe. Notre Dame was our number eight ranked team. Which brings us to today, the number seven ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... Hmm. I don't hate it. That's the fight song of the Utah Utes. How about Utah at number seven? By the way, the countdown brought to you by the uh, uh, Carter Jennings Law Firm. TJ, what does Carter Jennings do over there at the Carter Jennings Law Firm? Uh, tremendous uh, criminal him? defense attorney. So you find yourself right. in uh, trouble. Even simple things like a DUI or something like that, he can help you out and... Uh... He travels all over the state if you need him. So, all right, very good. He'll go anywhere com. in the state of Oklahoma. Right. Even the Panhandle. I don't know if he's ever been to the Panhandle. He can let us know oh, that. Okay. But he's always uh, posting pics. Uh, first time in this courthouse. First time in that courthouse. So uh, he'll take care of you. He'll take care of How you. About that. How about that. Utah comes in at number seven. Utah Utes have won three of the last four Pac-12 championships. Last year going to the Rose Bowl after beating Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. They lost the Orange Bowl, or the uh, Rose Bowl. Did I say Orange Bowl? They lost the Rose Bowl last year to Ohio State. Do you remember that game, TJ? 
the Ohio State Utah Rose Bowl? I know I watched it. Do I remember it? Mm. I had forgotten. Ohio State won it 48-45. It was a humdinger of a game last year. Utah gave them all they wanted. That's right. Um, That's right. And they have a bunch of weapons back this year. A bunch of guys back from that 10-win Pac-12 championship team from last year, starting with their quarterback, a guy Sooner fans are familiar with in uh, Cameron Rising. Cam Rising beat out or took over the quarterback spot from Charlie Brewer early last season and then was the guy the rest of the way. Had a very good year for them, completed 64% of his passes last year. Veteran, that's the difference between Utah and the last three teams we've had in the countdown. LSU, quarterback, uh, question mark. Texas A&M, quarterback, question mark. Notre Dame, quarterback, question mark. Not Utah. They have a veteran commodity who has been very productive for them returning at quarterback this year in Cam Rising. He also has five of his top six pass catchers back from last year, including a couple of very good potential NFL-caliber tight ends. Uh, running back, Tavion Thomas ended up winning the job last year over 1,100 yards, 21 touchdowns. They were a very good rushing team. He's back. Micah Bernard will get some carries as well. Jalen Glover, they are loaded at running back. If there's a question for Utah on offense, by the way, it was a top 15 offense last year in points per game. If there's a question for them on offense, it is the line. They lost a couple of guys last year to the NFL. They think they're going to be able to replace them and be good again. They were people movers last year out there in the Pac-12. That's the And it's not a huge question because Kyle Whittingham has uh, always, well, for the most part, they've run the ball well and had very good line. And they think they're going to do it again. But there's a little bit of a question mark there on the offensive line because they lost a couple of studs from last season. Uh, defensively, they lost two linebackers last year to the NFL, so that's the question mark going into this year. They did pick up, ironically, a transfer from Florida in Muhammad Diabate. It's ironically because that's who they open against. We'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, that'll help, getting Diabate in there along with Karini Reed, Lander Barton. I think they'll be okay at linebacker. Should be good on the back end. Should be solid in the trenches as well. Uh, this is a good team. I mean, really, all the way around, it's hard to find a hole in Utah. Now, if they were playing in a different conference, I think you could look at their schedule and say, you know, they're not going to be able to win here or there or whatever. But they're in the Pac-12. As you look at their schedule, Teach, they open at Florida. Opening day, Utah at Florida in the swamp. Now, Florida's got a new head coach. Uh, Florida's got SEC talent. Swamp is a very difficult place to win, but you've got a team that knows what it is. As a head coach that's been there a long time, a veteran quarterback, returns a bunch of guys that have won three of the last four Pac-12 championships, going in against a new head coach and a new system with Billy Napier at Florida. That's a tough game for Florida. Uh I think Utah's going to win that game. That's a tough opener for Florida. They have to face a quality, button-down, 
veteran team, albeit on their home field, out of the gates. That's a great football game to keep an eye on. And it very well could determine if Utah is in the hunt for the college football playoff this year because the rest of the schedule is manageable. Southern Utah, San Diego State, Arizona State, Oregon State, UCLA. They play USC, but they get them in Salt Lake City. Uh, Washington State, Arizona, Stanford. They go to Oregon next to last game of the year. That'll be tough. And then Colorado. If Utah beats Florida, TJ, Utah is a contender for the college football playoff. Not a national championship contender. They do not have the firepower of the Alabamas, Ohio State's, and Georgia of the world, although they went 48-45 with Ohio State last year. was a depleted Ohio State team, but still. They are not national championship caliber. But they could contend for the four seed in the college football playoff. If they beat Florida, they could be, if they beat Florida, they could be a one-loss Pac-12 champion and have a pretty good case. That Florida game, to me, is massive. If they lose it, even if they win the Pac-12 championship, I think it's going to be hard for them to get there. They'd have to run the table at that point. But I like this team. You know, I mean, this is the best team in the Pac-12. Um, Oregon's good, but they got a new head coach. There's a lot of new out there. USC has obviously got a new head coach and rebuilding and in the process of trying to load up again. Utah's the team every time everybody's trying to catch out there right now. They are solid, fundamental, talented. It's a good squad. I like Utah. Utah at seven. Too, ho- too high, too low, or just right. Well, according to the texter, uh, remember I answer everything as uh, too high. But with uh, Utah, I'm going to say just right. Although I want to say too low. Um, I think this is a playoff team. I think they do beat Florida. I think that's key for them at the end of the season. I think there's a chance they can run the table. And that Oregon game, obviously, uh, was that second to last game of the year for them, is an, a yeah. crucial game. November because 19th. You hope if you slipped up, it's somewhere else and it's not looking like a terrible loss and that you can get that Oregon game late. I'm afraid if that's the one they slip up on, They'll fall out of it, so you probably have them just right. They would end up in that five or six spot, you know, somewhere in there, uh, seven where you've got them. They could themselves. They could turn around and, and play them again in two weeks. They, they could. That, that's possible. So I think this is a good team. It's definitely the team in the Pac-12 that if one of them's getting to the playoff, I think it's this team. So I'm going to say you've got them just right with potentially, I'm agreeing with you, They if they have it fall just right, they'll be in the playoff as that four seed. I don't think they could win the playoff, but they would be there. Now, here's the only concern I have about Utah is can they handle the hype? And that's you know, a good they, question for them, yes, especially they, late in the year. They've always been the kind of the Cinderella off-the-radar pick out there. You know, We're not USC. We're not Oregon. Watch out for Utah. They're sneaky good. And then you know, before you know it, you look up at the end of the year and there's Utah. Um, this year they're going in a top ten team across the board. And a popular pick in you know, or or a pick in some college football playoff projections. And that's a little bit of new territory for them. 
So can they handle all the preseason love or not? But, I mean, Kyle Whittingham is just a solid guy, I think. I mean, I think he'll have them level-headed. They play they play a little tougher, more fundamentally sound football than everybody else out in the Pac-12. Oregon might be about to change that, but as of now, I think that's the case. So can't wait to see that Utah-Florida game in week one. That'll be great. Time for a break. Utah at number seven. We'll be back.